Hey everyone, Al here. Before we begin tonight's special episode, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee. It's devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. There's a roast for all tastes. You can order whole bean, coarse and standard grind, espresso. There's even a K-cup option for single cup brewers. And right now you can use a promo code PROTOSTAND for 20% off anything in the store. That's 20% off all coffee and merch. Thank you, Diabolical Coffee and Eric for your support. Now, here's our chat with Keegan Long. That fresh produce stand there, that's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. It's Thirsty Thursday, and that means we are once again hanging at the produce stand. Podcast covering everything in the universe. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other Letterkenny podcasts out there, but this one's going to be passing out some hot dogs and a bag of chips at the end of it. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the very virtual Victor. And joining us tonight, he's from Jared Kiso's hometown of Lisswell. He's a Canadian actor in theater and television. He plays hockey and baseball. In Letterkenny, he played Mark, a kid with problems who was held back in first grade because it took him a little longer to read than most kids. But we know and love him as the high school player called Liam on Shorzy. Please join me in making some noise for Keegan Long. Wondrous. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Welcome to the produce stand, Keegan. Oh man, I love that intro so much. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate Thank it. you for joining it's so us. Ridiculous, eh? I'm so excited because yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's, that's one cool. of the that's one of the first few intros I've nailed in a long time. <laughs> oh yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Uh, where are you uh, speaking to us from? Well, I'm currently at home in Listowel. Yeah, yeah, back home for the summer in so. Listowel, yeah. and and we've established that's that's where you're originally from. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, from the store. Grew up here, so. Very cool. This, so this one, this really hits home, man. Eh? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, let's let's get right into it because what's it like being from the hometown of Mr. Jared Kiso? Uh, is it like is it like a Jared Kiso way? Is everyone like asking you for Jared's you know number or anything? What's going on there? <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, it's uh, it, it's pretty crazy to be um, from the same spot as him. Yeah, he's got. He got his own road. Uh, it's called the Kiso Drive or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was just kidding him, about so that. Pretty but, cool. Okay. Um, yeah, there's definitely some people that have, you know, asked me to do favors or get in touch with them for, for whatever reason. So, yeah. Yep. Um, Jared definitely feels the love around here. Um, they're all big fans of Shorzy and Letterkenny. So, yeah, it's it's good. Well, I mean, not only do you, did you grow up in Listowel, and let's talk about that first of all. What was it like growing up in Listowel? It, it was really just like any other small town, mm-hmm. you know, ten, um, a population of like 10,000 people. So it's small and it, it really relates to, to, to letter candy, especially, you know, mm-hmm. just from watching the show and everything, there's um, kind of remarks of different places and attributes to, to a stool. So, uh, sure. yeah, it, it's, it's cool to be from around here. Um, um, like I said, a lot of passion for Shorzy and letter candy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like every other it's kind of small town. You got the different groups and mm-hmm. um, the niches and stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's cool. Uh, were you a jock though, or were you like a you know a theater kid <laughs> or a skid or a skid? Yeah, you could have a skid. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I would have to say I was a jock. Yeah. You know, I, I played hockey growing up, and mm-hmm. I, I played all the high school sports and everything. So I think if you ask most people, I'd probably be 
land in that kind of category. <laughs> well, and so you mentioned high school. Not only do you live in Kiso's hometown, you went to his high, like the same high school as him. Now, obviously, there's a, an age difference. So, but I mean, was there any kind of remnants of him in the high in the halls of uh, Listowel? What is it, Listowel Secondary or something? Yeah, was, yeah, LDSS Listowel District Secondary School. Um, to be honest, not as much as there probably should be. Right. I think everybody knows that like he went there and that he's yeah. a big deal and everything, but yeah. like he doesn't have like his own like wall full of his accomplishments and pictures and everything <laughs> but obviously like most of the, the teachers know who he is and yeah. the students obviously do too so yeah yeah people definitely know him and respect him at the school but there's no nice. big mural or anything like there's no his. there's no kiso auditorium because you were in the, you were in the theater pro- program right you, you directed a bunch of plays and acted in a bunch of plays in high school yeah yeah theater is a major part of my uh, high school career so mm-hmm. no he um he didn't really get into the the theater stuff in high school was kind of more as he graduated and kind of experienced yeah. some different stuff. So right. nope, not yet, but there definitely should be something named after him at the school. Yeah. I think yeah. so, so about you. I mean, you specifically, I mean, that's an interesting combo. They don't normally see you, you can, you called yourself the jock, but also said you were very much a theater guy. Where's the crossover there? Like normally mm-hmm. you don't see those two worlds, you know, go over the crossover like that. Yeah. Where's, yeah. Where the passions come see from every day. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of, unheard of especially from you know small town like this um but you know like like i said like hockey and baseball like that was that was my entire life growing up right that's when my my dad played that and my entire family all big athletes and i grew up like watching hockey playing hockey imitating hockey everything was hockey for me and um once i got to about grade nine or ten i um i kind of well i was never exposed to theater first of all in like public school like grade uh like kindergarten grade nine yeah there's nothing nothing about it and then um, I tried it out one year in grade nine as an elective because I had to take some sort of art and I liked it. Um, I didn't know too much about it. So I was kind of uncomfortable, especially, you know, having kind of that jock background is obviously the the stereotypes and stuff of, you know, who's doing what and everything. But um, grade 10 was when I really started to, to get involved with it. Um, I actually, I remember I, uh, it was right when Stranger Things came out mm-hmm. um, okay. and that's a really popular show, especially at the time. And, yeah. There was a particular scene and I remember just kind of thinking to myself, like these kids who are younger than I am, like just blowing me away like this. Like they have the world in their hands. Obviously, they're making good money because it's a good show. Yeah. Everyone knows who they are. And it's uh, it's making you feel a type of way that you don't really feel very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I thought that was pretty cool um, just to see how big of an impact things like this could have on somebody. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of thought about it. I was like, maybe this is something I'd want to try. And then um, the next day at school, actually, I asked my high school drama teacher, Steph Webster, um, you know, this is maybe something I want to try doing. And uh, she was fully supportive of me. And um, I took it in grade 10. And then grade 11 and 12 was kind of where it took off a bit more. Um, we have this um, this extracurricular program called Black Door Theater, mm-hmm. which okay. is basically where students could go um, like after school and stuff. And we put on a couple plays a year. And um I went to there and, and grade 11 and 12 was uh, the lead in a couple of shows and kind of got my name out there as, you know, the hockey player, but also the guy that was in the drum room kind of sure. being on stage the whole time. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was an interesting balance. It was tough, very tough, especially, you know, with um, like with like the, the other athletes and stuff that I play with and yeah. play against. Like, obviously, they know that. Um, there, you know, the stereotypes of, yeah, yeah, that's why I asked. I was so, so curious. Did they, did they break yeah, your balls it was, a bit? It was difficult, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of just found a, a love for it and then I just kept going with it. Yeah. Did you get a bit of a hard time in the locker room? 
Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Especially like when I miss like a hockey practice or right. a game or something to, mm-hmm. to do a show. I definitely, uh, definitely heard from the boys and, yeah. uh, you know, like obviously there's some name calling and, and yeah. stuff like that going on, but you know, we just kind of roll with the punches and um, take Absolutely. it as it is. Well, unless, yeah. unless any of those boys are in the NHL now, you got the last laugh. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> None of them were there yet. So <laughs> it worked out. So I'm assuming hockey was probably the first love, uh, you know, or a sport because you're Canadian. Uh, am I right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I saw, I mean, you also played a lot of baseball. What would you say would be your, your, your favorite sport to play hockey or baseball? You know, that's a tough question. I've kind of thought about this before. Um, I would say as far as the game goes, hockey, I think that that was really where I was most interested in growing up and still to this day, like just the entire the system of it, the, the rules, you know, um, playing and everything. Mm-hmm. But I would say I was a better baseball player. Okay, I had a lot of success in baseball. So um, I would say as far as like the culturally and the growing up, hockey was definitely my go to sport. But if I'm just going to play something for 12 hours a day, mm. I would probably have to say, uh, baseball is what I do now, mm. but, but I love both of them, um, like very much. So very uh, diplomatic yeah, answer, a tough, tough answer, but <laughs> I would say, I'd say both. That's all I can really yeah, say. Sure. That's fair. Uh, so you talk about, you know, you, you guys did some productions in high school. Uh, I, I've got a question about one of them, um, here called Candyland. Was that the high school production or was that after high school? No, that was, um, that was one of my, uh, university productions that we did. Oh, uh, university. A, okay. Uh, like, yeah. For and just you, one of our, uh, assessments. You played a character named John Candy. Is that the John Candy? Is that who you were playing or, or was that just, no, unfortunately okay. not. Okay. <laughs> no, it was just the, just the name of the character we came up with. Um, did you guys know who John Candy too. was when you came up with the character? Oh, tell me you knew who John Candy was, please. <laughs> I didn't actually come up with the character. Okay. It was one of my, uh, one of my, um, <laughs> my classmates mm-hmm. but uh yeah i definitely know john Candy okay. is, but All right. unfortunately you, it wasn't you saved yourself there the <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you saved us from feeling really fucking old if you didn't know who john <laughs> okay um, I, so i'll ask you a question just again check your age <laughs> young blood are you uh, uh th- does does that mean anything to you young blood yes um Actually, yeah, kind of. I remember they're, uh, they actually, I don't know if they finished filming a, a reboot of that movie or not, but I actually did an audition for it. Oh, wow. And I think that was one of the most, probably the proudest I've ever been for an audition. I spent hours working on it. Um, it was for the role of, was it Patrick Swayze? Was he? Uh, it was Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Was, well, well, Patrick Swayze was, I think, the bully. Or uh, I'm trying to remember now. It was it's been a long, while. long time ago. Victor, if Rob you're going to ask the question, the, you better yeah, have your, your facts straight there. Buddy. Where did you even yeah. pull that question out of? Victor? Hey, like, hey, ask the question, hey, not know the answer. Conversation. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I just don't. I'm not. It's I, I'm just beautiful. Like uh, it's just Rob Lowe was the main actor in that yeah. in that movie, and yeah. and Patrick Swayze may or may not have had a secondary role i just can't it's been too long okay. but because uh, yeah. you would be yeah, the well, rob Lowe it's guy, definitely right? a classic movie young blood's a classic movie that, okay. uh, that i feel like everybody has to watch um yeah but it's you're not a hockey fan if you haven't seen uh young blood you yeah go. exactly yeah <laughs> yeah so um it's funny you brought that up because i was so confident in the audition i did for the for that movie and uh I didn't book the parts. So that one kind of stung, but oh man, I but, yeah, can't imagine. I'm is for sure. So, were you uh, like when you were still in high school? Were you already going for these like television parts in high school, or what was that after? No, that kind of that kind of came like grade twelve, mm-hmm. like like 2019, 2020 is when I really started to like. That's when I got an agent and everything, and that's kind of where I started to really focus on it. Mm-hmm. Before that, I was just kind of getting exposure uh, just to the craft and everything. 
Um, so yeah, ever since I guess 2019, so four years ago, whatever it is, that's kind of when I really started to, to pursue it. Sure. Man. And what was your first TV role booked? My first TV role was actually Letterkenny. Oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. That one, it, that's a, that's a lucky story on its own. Yeah. But, um, I would say the first, the first role I ever booked completely on my own, mm-hmm. um, was a show called dark side of the nineties. I was just going to ask you about Brian that. Austin green. That's right. Dude. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was, um, that was my first time being by myself, mm-hmm. like on set. So that was, that was interesting. That was, that was kind of a cool experience for sure. Very cool. So you book letter Kenny, uh, we're, we're, you know, we're going to mainly talk about Shorzy in a second, but yeah, since that was your first role and you were, you were one of the kids in kids with problems. So you were part of the, the, that group of students, but I think you were one of the few with actual speaking lines. So, I mean, how'd that come mm-hmm. about? Yeah. So that was actually pretty lucky. Um, I guess the story kind of starts a year or two before that. Mm-hmm. So like, like, like you guys obviously know Jared's from my hometown. Right. And, yeah. um, my drama teacher, Steph Webster, who I became very close with, was also very close to Jared. They uh, they worked on theater shows and stuff before he moved out to Vancouver. Um, so, yeah, one day she basically just texted Steph and he was like, um, do you want to bring up a drama class and be extras on the show? And I think that was season seven or season eight. I can't remember. Oh, for sure. So that whole that, group of kids was your, your drama class? class? Yeah. Yeah. The nice, extras, nice. Yeah. Everyone. And um so yeah, we go up and it's funny because the, sh- the, the scene that we were in extra in extras for was mm. actually a Shorzy scene with Riley and Jonesy. And I think, I think that, um, that Max Buffard, like JJ, Frankie, JJ, I think he was on set that day. Okay. okay. So that was the first time we were actually on set for letter. Kenny, we, that was, the, we didn't have any lines that time. That was right. just like the year before. You were just um, kind of extras in the stands or something. Yeah, just just fans in the stands gotcha. cheering for them, right. and uh, so that was pretty cool, just to kind of full yeah. circle. Moment. Well, we've yeah, done the Shorzy same there. with Shorzy uh, this past March. We were there as extras in in the stands for, for really for yeah. Shorzy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of crazy how that it's works. Yeah. But um, but anyway, for um for the role of Mark, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was the next year. Um, we got the same text from Jared. It was like bring a class up. We got got some space for extras. Wow. And then what he mentions guy, eh? that I know a couple. Jesus. Yeah. So not only There's does he couple, uh, hire his buddies, but he brings up his entire drama class from his old high school. To, to yeah. Yeah. Jared, Jared is very adamant on bringing an entire class, wow. to the extras, <laughs> which is cool. very, very cool. Of him. Yeah. That's so uh, yeah, the next year um, it was the same thing. Um, but he said this time there's an opportunity for a couple of people to have lines. Hmm. And I remember um, I was approached by Steph and I read, read some lines for, uh, for Mark uh, to Jared and their, to Steph and, they liked it. So next thing you know, I'm, I'm having a part on letter Kenny and that was season nine, episode two kids with problems. Sure. So yeah, that was, that was 2019. We went up there and that was really cool too, because like I was face to face with the entire like immediate cast, right? Like, yeah. Everyone's in there. Scene. All the yeah, hits, all the skids, they're all in there. the whole, the whole group. Yeah, so yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. And mm-hmm. it was definitely intimidating too. Like my first time being in front of the camera and everything. And, yeah and having like the lines. So, and then like my, my classmates all around me too. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was yeah. interesting. It was a really cool experience that I definitely don't take for granted, but um, amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Was there anyone? So, I mean, you're, you're not wrong. That was a huge scene. The mm. whole cast is basically there. Was there anyone in your mind that stuck out that, that like you, you said it was pretty intimidating, but was there any point particular of the cast? Where you're like, Holy shit. I'm, I'm looking toe to toe with so-and-so like, yeah, I think, 
I think Katie. I think like Wayne's sister. Like she's, <laughs> yeah, she's a good looking girl. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. No. To see her in person right there, like right in front of my view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of made me stumble my lines a couple times for sure. a <laughs> boy. <laughs> so uh we just had Bradley uh, uh Brad uh, um, Miller on and, and talk and we actually got to visit, you know, base camp and stuff like that. So I can't imagine, I mean, a group, uh, the size of your, your, your drama class coming in, are you all going through base camp then? Are you like getting your makeup done there stuff? Or is there like, you know, you know, are you on set there? Yeah. So it was kind of a little bit different. I mm-hmm. think it was I don't know, four or five of us that actually had lines. We, um, we got taken into base camp early, mm-hmm. probably like four or five in the morning. And the rest, like everybody else in the class, like all the extras just stayed back at the hotel. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we went there. They put us in our trailers and sent us the hair and makeup and got that done. They gave us these cool outfits. And at least for me, they basically told me you're, you're a young, young skid. So uh, right. <laughs> take with that as you may and <laughs> go out there. And then, so yeah, we were on set the whole day, yeah. Um, yeah. us kids with lines. And then the rest of the extras basically just hung out in the, on the bus or mm-hmm. um, in a waiting room or something. So we were yeah. split up and, uh, but yeah, they, we we're all kind of right there the whole day. So that's awesome. Wait, was your teacher an extra on it as well? Or was she kind of in the back just cheering you guys on? Yeah, I think she was in the background, yeah. which is too bad. I was trying to convince her to come on or to take <laughs> some lines or something, but she, she didn't really want to do that. So, wow. Interesting. That's so cool. Very cool. Um, what a great story. Yeah. And, and an amazing <laughs> kind of first. So how, how aware, I know, I mean, you're from Listwell, so you must've been very aware of letter Kenny, but we asked this of all the Shorzy, uh, actors who come on how how well they knew letter kenny before coming on were you somebody who kind of had watched the entire or up until the time you were on watched it religiously or was it just something you were aware of and you didn't really um to be honest i didn't i didn't really i got obviously i watched the show and i I kind of knew what it was all about but i didn't watch from start to end start Mm -hmm. to end like i don't think we had crave at the time so obviously i couldn't watch it there if i saw it'd be at a friend's place or yeah or whatever and especially like when it first came out i was still pretty young right so i was gonna say I don't think sure, yeah really wanted me to to see that type of language and content yeah. but uh Fair yeah i definitely watched some more episodes as i got older there you go like i'll do the math here but you're I right. let my yeah. kid watch it no no i mean i've got a 16 year old he's watched a lot of shorzy though but i, I feel like letter kenny's kenny's even worse when it comes to some of that humor i so. think 16 yeah, you're good to go my yeah. friend <laughs> well i don't know um so okay so that's cool now you're you you're in or went to york university for theater school so you took this uh really seriously are you, are you still there or are you done yeah i got one more year going into my fourth year at york yeah nice. so uh that should be interesting i'm going obviously for for theater mm-hmm. specializing yeah. in performance creation so basically that's like creating your own work from mm-hmm. the ground up so yeah one more year um, it was kind of tough the first two years, obviously because of COVID, everything sure. was online. Yeah. So I didn't really get to have that full experience and mm-hmm. make those connections and everything. But last year was definitely better. And I'm looking forward to to next year in September, yeah. where I can really be a part of everything and meet a bunch of people and stuff like nice. on campus. So yeah, it'll be good. Amazing. Is your is your hope to stay in front of the camera or are you finding passions behind the camera as well? I think I think obviously I'm not too picky. Whatever opportunities come, I'll take. Fair enough. Um, yeah. But I think for the most part, I'd like to stay in front of the camera. That's yeah. just what I'm I'm most used to now, and I enjoy I enjoy being kind of kind of in the limelight of, especially like on a theater stage. I think I definitely want to be okay. be on stage, but rather than like behind. Right. Um, I don't know what it is. I think it's just the kind of the 
the adrenaline you get from having all that. Sure. I really enjoy that. So, well, so what's your prep? Obviously, I'll, I'll dabble with directing or writing or whatever, but yeah. I think acting is kind of where I'm kind of staying with right now. So what's your preference, uh, stage or, or camera? I get asked this a lot, and yeah. it's a great question because I never really know truly like what I think. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll kind of break it down here. Um, obviously, film's good because that's where most of the opportunities are, and right. that's where you know, the exposure is and everything. And, and that's where the pay is sure. as much safe to say it. It's kind of a factor in yeah. this industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really enjoy that. Um, but I would say I like theater more just because, I mean, this might be a bit of a biased opinion, but I think theater is like the purest form of art sure. because it has acting, it has music, it has mm-hmm. movement and dance and everything it has design. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoy that. And I really, really enjoy the process of making a show. It's, it's kind of like, it's the, it's kind of like uh, even on a hockey team or mm-hmm. like a, a film set or a baseball team or whatever, you have that, that camaraderie and, um, that brotherhood you make with everybody spend months at a time, hours a week working right. together to create this end goal. Yeah. Um, so I think that process of, uh, creating everything and finally being able to perform that for, for an audience and everything is, is something like, I can't even really explain it. It's unbelievable. And then when the, when the curtains come down and like the standing ovation, everything, mm-hmm. and just knowing that all the work you put into it yeah. without like, cause like with theater, you can't really mess up, right? I mean, you can mess up, but you gotta, you gotta figure it out. So, sure. um, and yeah, you see I, the story uh, all together. I, just, uh, I would say that I love, I love both obviously, mm-hmm. but, uh, I would have to say theater's kind of my go-to right now. Yeah. Well, you get to see the story all together, right? In theater, like with, with TV and, and movie, it's all chopped up. Like you, you get bits at a time and you don't really see everything pulled together oh, and, and the music and everything. Right? And everything. Yeah, and so yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to, to feel, feel that same um, uh, connection to it. I yeah, would, definitely. I think. And I think with theater too, um, it's a lot easier or it, not, maybe not easier, but it's, more of an interesting journey um, to getting into a character. Mm-hmm. Whereas like with film, you know, if you, you learn your lines right before and the camera rolls and if you mess up, you just reshoot it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I feel like you don't really get to develop that character yeah. internally like you would in theater. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's another big thing too, is you get to with both, you get to live this other life of another person. But mm-hmm. I think yeah. with theater, you get to embody physically, you know, mentally with the character you're playing. And, uh, and that's pretty cool to be able to, Nice. to live the life of somebody else. Yeah, I'm it. guessing, go uh, sorry, go ahead, Matt. No, no, it's all good, man. Uh, I'm guessing that it kind of uh, connects to your love of sports as well, because, uh, you know, in theater, you get that adrenaline rush, right? You, you get to interact with, with, with fans, if you will, right. With the audience mm-hmm. um, and you get to do, and like, like there's no room to redo things, right. It's, it's, it's live yeah. action. So, yeah, so, absolutely. I think, so I think that's probably a little bit there for you as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a challenge and I enjoy that challenge. Um, and, and like I said, at the end, once it's all finished and you kind of look back at all the hard work you put into it and, uh, yeah, it's something you can't really explain. Very cool. Very cool. So you've, uh, you know, you're out of school, high school, you're in uh, York university now. And, uh, this show where you started hearing about, uh, this, uh, spinoff from letter Kenny called Chorzy. How do you get involved? So that, that, uh, process 
um, start with my mom, actually. She uh, she sent me this casting call for a Letterkenny spinoff. And it didn't say Shorzy, it just said Letterkenny spinoff. Okay. And it was it was a really, really shitty looking casting call. Like, oh. it it was awful. I thought it was fake. Okay. What do you mean? Was, no offense, but it was terrible to whoever made it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she sent me uh, the casting call for the audition for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, I texted my agent. I was like, hey, if, if this is even real, because... There's, I thought there's no way like this is too good to be true that letter Kenny's coming up coming up with another show yeah if this but if this is real um am I good to audition for it she said yeah yeah for sure so um a couple of days later she sent me the sides um for the high school kids and when I first did the audition there was actually three high school kids it wasn't just Corey and Liam okay um there's Corey and Liam and then some other kid I can't remember his name but um I read for all three characters at the same time. So I had to learn three times the amount of lines mm-hmm. for those six pages or whatever it was. So I, I filmed that and it was kind of funny because my mom was trying to imitate Shorzy while okay. she was doing the audition with me. And <laughs> Tell me you've funny. got that on tape somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's definitely around somewhere. I'll have to try to find it. But uh, <laughs> I kept breaking character and, and just laughing because because so, obviously I knew who Shorzy was, right? Like, yeah. I remember I would like just watch compilations of Shorzy with my dad for yeah. like hours. All of them just pissing my pants laughing. Yeah. It was so funny. Um, so... Yeah, I did it with her. It took a couple hours, definitely. So your mom was playing your, your, both of us. Your mom was playing Shorzy. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> then um, yeah, then a couple days later, I uh, they texted her and they emailed me back and said, "Can you like send me some pictures and photos and uh, like videos of you playing hockey and right. just basically yeah. do like a little interview about the kind of hockey player I was, my style, how right. I played, stuff like that." So uh, did a little bit of an interview with them, um, just talk about my game and the kind of player I was and just sent some of the best videos I could find because they were looking for, for like good junior age, you know, it, it said junior age triple A players. Right. Um, so I wanted to, you know, send the best stuff I could, especially for, like I played a little bit of junior growing up, but mm-hmm. I'm from a small town. So I just, I, I liked playing with my buddies just in less mm-hmm. Um, So I felt like I had to really earn that part. Um, but yeah, basically I did that little interview and then I totally forgot about it. And uh, I was in school actually. I think it was maybe October and I got a call from Steph Webster, who was like my step or my, uh, my drama teacher, right. Just normal checkup because it was, you know, it was a couple months since I've talked to her and she says, I got somebody on the line here that wants to talk to you. And it was Come Jared on. and Jared broke the news to me and wow. said, um, like, how do you feel about creating the greatest hockey show on the planet? <laughs> and I, I was, obviously I was dumbfounded about the whole thing. So I was like, yeah, like absolutely. Like let's do it. It's awesome. That's so I can cool. love how yeah, he, after that, um, yeah. the rest is history. Amazing. I love that. That's how he introduced it to everyone. Like yeah. you're, you're about the third or fourth person we've heard say that comment that they got on the phone with Jared and he said, how do you want to make the greatest hockey show in fucking history? Like, Oh yeah. Yep. Jared, that was the first thing he said. He is so, he is so adamant about that, that this will be the greatest hockey show ever. And I think he's done a good job on it so far. Oh, so. Uh, yeah. We, we hard to agree. Um, we interviewed uh, Burke Casabon back on Monday. Uh, it's not available yet for everyone to listen to, but I laughed because he said the exact same thing where his mom helped him run the lines where she was Shorzy and he was Corey. So she's saying all these hor- horrific things that she's done to Corey's mom. Meanwhile, you know, <laughs> she's the mom and it sounds like you did the same thing. So you guys must have like the, the two coolest mothers on the, <laughs> in history yeah. to, be, to be able oh, to yeah, say that sure. yeah, awful great. stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. My mom yeah, would not funny. be able and to get through it. too, because like in Shorzy, obviously, you know, Shorzy's always ripping on our mothers. Yeah. 
my mom like takes those insults with pride. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> like, she's, she's proud to be that, that person that sure yeah. she's doing yeah. whatever with. So yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, definitely wouldn't be here or well, obviously wouldn't be here without my mom doing the audition with me. So yeah. Thankful for her. Amazing. That's so good. And, and I mean, and you said, let's just backtrack a little bit. So when you got the call and it's a letter, Kenny spit off when you found out it was a Shorzy centered show, what was your take on that? I, I, I was, I was ecstatic about it. Like, yeah. I guess I kind of put two and two together once I got the sides of, of like the, the new show, right. because yeah. it was Shorzy's character. It mm. said Shorzy. So I kind of figured that out, but I just remember like thinking back to all those days of, me watching the compilations of Shorzy, you know, him on his, his hands in the shower upside down and, and just chirping <laughs> Riley and Jonesy and everything. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that was a, it was pretty cool to see that and then see where it came from. But also looking back at the time I was an extra where I saw Riley and Jonesy and Shorzy, you know, chirping each other in real person mm -hmm. when I was an extra, I think it was a full circle moment that I kind of yeah. took back and it, it's pretty cool for sure. And now you're that person. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one saying, fuck you, Shorzy. Uh, <laughs> during our interview, Burke uh, mentioned that you had some uh, difficulty shooting season two of Shorzy due to uh, a jaw injury. You can, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I filmed the en entire second season of Shorzy with, with a fractured jaw and about, well, a mouthful of shattered teeth. Wow. Oh my God. Um, what happened? God. You know, I wish I had a good story to tell you, but I honestly, uh, I don't even really know what happened. I, I was, uh, was, I was it I was your mom during your, during your lines? <laughs> yeah. Is this yeah. a safe yeah. place? You can tell us. You can before tell. we started filming, it was, it was the final, final weekend for exams and everything oh. because it's filmed back in April. So me and a couple of friends decided to go out to a bar just to, you know, celebrate yeah. the end of the year and everything. Mm -hmm. And it's weird because I, I was, I, I remember talking to my roommate and they're like, like, we've been a lot more fucked up at this bar and we're fine right now. Like what's going on? <laughs> we should be, we should be hammered. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, I was next thing you know, I'm face down and like beside the bar on the ground. And I don't know what happened. I don't know if my drink was spiked or if I really just drank a ton of beer and, you know, 30 minutes, but I went from being totally fine and present to, to waking up with a bunch of people around me and, Wow. Oh, so you just, so you just went down. I, th I think so. I must have curb stomped myself or something, but oh. yeah, it was weird because like I, I just basically came to and there's some of the people around freaking out. And then I started freaking out Yeah, and I was really, I wasn't even worried about like my jaw and everything. Like I was more worried about my teeth because I knew my teeth were broke. Like I was spitting out pieces of my teeth on the ground. Oh. I was scared because, Oh no, I'm not going to be able to film Shorzy now. Right. It was so, so close to when we were filming. Mm -hmm. So I don't really, I don't really know what happened, but, uh, I basically came to there and then I passed Damn out again and I wake up in the hospital getting stitches. So Jesus, <laughs> I wish I had a good story, but oh. I, I don't. that's a, that's a pretty uh, amazing story. I mean, not good, but, uh, it's, it's, it's unreal. So like, how do you go from hospital blackout stitches to on, on set now? Like yeah. it, what was the time period between that? Um, so so the the accident happened, I think it was the last week of March. And I was supposed to go up, I think it was the second week of April for my fitting and, and everything mm -hmm. uh, with Shorzy. So we had to push that back. Um, uh, it took, yeah, a couple of weeks. Like as soon as it happened and I got out of the hospital, I texted Jared and I said, hey, I, 
I kind of fucked up. I mean, it's not my, like, I didn't mean to do it, obviously, but yeah, something yeah. happened and yeah. this is the situation. And he was fully supportive of it. Like he understood. He said, you know, if needed, we can just add it into the script because, you know, it's, it's, it's hockey, right? Like everybody's sure. missing teeth on the Bulldogs. So well, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. He he was real good with that, but yeah, it took a while. I had to go home. I left Toronto like school and went home for a week or two just to recover. And because mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't eat or anything. Right. Like yeah. oh. I was eating out of syringe for a, a week, week and a half. Jeez. Um, just getting like Gatorade and whatever I could down because I couldn't open yeah. my mouth because my, my jaw was broke. So that took a while. Um, <laughs> I couldn't talk for a couple of weeks. But I think the week before I started filming Shorzy is when I kind of came around with my jaw and I could, I could talk, mm-hmm. which is all I really cared about. As long as I could go up and film, <laughs> uh, I was I was okay with it. But uh, yeah. when I was actually filming season two, like I still had all my broken teeth in my mouth because they couldn't take the teeth out mm-hmm. until like, the bone of my jaw healed. Yeah. So that was a pain. That was really tough, not being able to eat and and kind of I was kind of like I was just so weak from not getting any any proper nutrients into right. myself. Right. So that was a challenge. I think I lost probably 20 to 25 pounds just in that month um, yeah. from everything that happened. But, but yeah, we made it work. Um, it was tough, especially when they would go out for like cast dinners or something. I couldn't eat with them. I would just oh. get my water and soup or whatever I could. <laughs> oh man. And, and get that down. But, but yeah, we made it work and that's all. Damn, that bro. Matters, so. Wow. How are you now? Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm okay now. Yeah, I'm doing good. I, uh, I got a nice little scar under my chin and my jaw is all healed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they had to take out five or six of my jibs, so I uh, I'm missing probably like a quarter of my of my teeth. Well, now you fit in. The bulldog. Now you fit in with the rest of the sluts. So there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And, and I would recommend like like work with Jared and Trevor Risk and whoever and develop a story. Yeah. So that next time you do an interview and someone says, "How did it happen?" Play it. Like yeah. Yeah. it's it's give for us the part. A, yeah, give <laughs> I us a good Jared story. And took my tooth out for sure. <laughs> whose right. who's story <laughs> was it with the with the sledgehammer and the that. teeth? Oh that yeah. Crazy. Oh uh Terry Ryan. Oh, yeah. Terry Ryan. You should Have listen you to Terry Yeah, Ryan's I've heard story? that. That's a crazy oh. story. I don't think I could do that, oh. but oh, yeah, TR's TR's an animal. <laughs> so have you had a drink since that happened? Yeah, actually my first drink since it all happened, it was probably you know a month and a half, two months later. Yeah. Um, was actually with the cast at a uh, Peppy Panini's nice. that tank that turns into a little bar yeah. at night. So oh, yeah, yeah. You know. it was, it was my last day of filming. So yeah. we, a bunch when of was us. the last day you were up there? Do you remember? <sighs> we were up there. I can't what, remember the, the exact date. I think it was like, might've been like April, April 21st or okay. something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were only up there for a couple of days this, yeah. this season. So I don't know the exact date, but, but yeah, yeah. we all went out and, I'm celebrating. That was my first drink since it all happened that I was still on the painkillers and stuff. Right. So maybe I shouldn't have drank, but, but it was a fun <laughs> night. So yeah. yeah. It's a cheaper night when you're on the killers. <laughs> exactly. You know, after exactly. an event like that though, seriously, like you, you do start watching your drink a lot more. Like I, I know I've been, been spiked before and you do, you go from completely fine to you are not fine. And it's, yeah. it's, it's a wild, strange feeling to not have that kind of memory as to what the hell just happened. And yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. And it, you feel yeah. like it, it won't happen until you, to you until it does. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you don't really think about it. And then you're in that situation. So yeah, yeah. it was definitely an eye opener and I've learned my lesson from, from it, but yeah, um, yeah I guess I'm so glad you know, to take hear from it as I can. And yeah. Continue so- moving forward. 
Glad yep. to hear that you're uh, that you're well and you made it work, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and you and you still you didn't miss the the opportunity on the show. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it was a, it was a challenge, but we got it finished. So uh, we asked our listeners if they had any questions for you when they when they, we told them that you were coming on, and uh, yeah, they were very excited to ask you some questions. So here's one from our buddy Jeff in Maine. Uh, he wants to know what is the the trick. <laughs> Well, to keep a straight face when Kiso is doing his Shorzy trips, but I'm sure that this case, the pain probably kept you from, from laughing too much uh, this, this season. But yeah, like how do you, how do you stand across from Jared Kiso when he's saying those ridiculous things? It's really difficult, man. It's, it's hard. Like obviously, you know, the lines that he's going to say, but when he says it in that voice, it just gets to you. Like, yeah, there's definitely times where you don't even really try to hide it. You just laugh. Yeah. But then there's also a couple of takes where, you know, okay, like this is a job we got to, we got to be in the moment and actually, you know, act as we would be as like yeah. the, the character would be. So yeah, you just have fun with it. Um, it's tough not to laugh. Obviously mm-hmm. you do and you don't really try to hide it, but, um, but once in a while you kind of get that good take where, you yeah. know, you can hold them back and actually get through the, through the scene. Were you a- yeah. even able to laugh or smile? Like I can't even imagine. I just, I'm holding my jaw. Like it's broken. Cause I can't even imagine what that would feel like. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it hurt to smile. It hurt to talk. It hurt to do everything really, especially <sighs> with the teeth, in my mouth still, cause they're so sensitive Yeah, that, that it was, it was just a pain for everything I did. But, uh, literally no, I, I just tried to do a short smile, like nothing, no huge big toothy gap or anything. I just try to uh. do a smile instead of, you know, flashy laughing. But yeah, it was tough. Can you remember any particular chirps that maybe needed multiple takes? Uh, um, do any of them stand out to you? In the first season? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I Burke, I think, called out the roll-up to win. <laughs> uh, the yeah, roll-up to win. So that's a really good one. Uh, yeah, I definitely laughed at that. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, most, I think all of them made me laugh. But mm-hmm. like... Like, just like, I can't wait to make a man out of you, like your fucking crater face. Like, just like, short <laughs> things like that and the, the context behind it. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think all of them really kind of mm-hmm. made me laugh. Or there was one where uh, he's, he's, I can't remember what, sh- what his line was, but then he said something about, um, Oh man, I can't say it, but he was, he was like coming up with the name of the Bulldogs or a team like on the spot. And he was kind of like, just like thinking of something to say. Sure. I can't remember what he said, but yeah. that one really got to me too. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what he said. Dang. Oh, I haven't wa- I'll but, have to rewatch. So, <sighs> so you, you, you tape the show, the show airs and now what do your buddies do? Mm. Like, do you get chirps all the time now? Like, was it just like a constant flow of, yeah, do they call you clear as old kid now? Or what is it? Uh, <laughs> Um, I haven't got that one yet. No? <laughs> um, yeah, they make jokes for sure about it. I get, especially like just from like kind of, I don't get a ton of um, interaction with like fans from the show, mm-hmm. but a lot of like, like, fuck you, Shores. These are for what? Like, yeah. <laughs> like those kind of small, small ones like that. They, uh, they like to yell out at me. Um, but yeah, the buddies, like I said, like in high school, it was tough because they weren't really, they weren't really on board with the whole, mm-hmm. you know, arts and everything. Um but as soon as I got Shorzy, they're all over it. Yeah, like, of course you know, they were. They're hockey players too. They know the show. They know the character. Sure. So they were very supportive of that after. Of course. Yeah. Well, like I said, but yeah, they you just, showed them. They just, Teenagers are assholes. <laughs> there's, a, there's a name now. I guess my nickname for high school or for um, baseball is Hollywood. As soon as I came back the first day, of course, um, 
with just my buddies. Everyone's like Hollywood, yeah. like things like that, and it, it, <laughs> it kind of rattles me because it's it's not really Hollywood. Like no, well, also love them. Kid, I was yeah, say, know, an opportunity. But <laughs> Tanya says teenagers. I, every time I see one of my friends, that's what they call yeah. me now. So teenagers are assholes, but they're also very unoriginal because yeah, <laughs> yeah. come on, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, our our buddy Dennis from the UK, he always asks this question, but we heard, we learned from Burke that you guys didn't even get to skate around with the sluts. But uh, could you say what who the best slut on the ice is? Who the best uh, hockey player was on that team? That's going to be it's 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 close between TR and uh, and Jordan Nolan. I think. Okay. okay. I think TR definitely goes a lot harder out on the ice. Yeah. He, he has the fire still. Yeah. And likes to be competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if you look at the stats, uh, like you know, three cups with, <laughs> yeah, yeah. with different teams in the end the show, like that's, that's pretty that's impressive. Stanley so, Cups. Yeah. Once Stanley Cups, they're all really great mm-hmm. players. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool. I, I, well, I mean, so did you get much interaction with those? I know you weren't in scenes with them necessarily, but did you get a lot of interaction with the cast and like any standout moments? Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, well, I mean, it was tough too. Cause like the first year was COVID, right? So we were yeah. kind of confined to what we could do. And obviously the second season I had my injury and I was still in school and everything. So I wasn't on set or around Sudbury as much as okay. I'd like to have been especially like Burke was there a lot more than I was. Um, but yeah, everyone's great. I got to, you know, I got to interact with all of them and, uh, and everyone's super nice and welcoming and everything. It's kind of tough being the younger kid. You got to try to fit in, but, but yeah, they're all really good. Um, I would say one interaction that, that really kind of stands out to me was, um, with Tassia, Tassia Telez. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was, it was, I think it was the first day I arrived in Sudbury before season one. Um, basically there's a little mixer mingler at Jared's place just for the cast to get to know each other. And I show up and, um, I see this girl and she looks so familiar mm-hmm. and keep in mind, I'm a big 100 guy, like the 100, the show that she's in. So good. I, that was one of my favorite shows growing up. And I was actually watching with my, with my roommates at school as we were filming. So I hope you didn't say that to I, her. I kind of look at her and, uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, have you ever seen the 100? And she's like, like, no, what's that? I'm like, oh, it's just a show. But like, you look like strikingly similar to that character named Echo. Yeah. And she's like, oh, like, do you like Echo? And I'm like, yeah, she's a badass. Like, you're one of my favorite characters. Yeah. And she's like, hmm. So like, she had a little smirk on her face and, and didn't play into it. Um, but That's I remember awesome. I went up to her and I was like, is your name Tessa Tales? Because I didn't like, obviously, I didn't know the name. Like, yeah. I just knew the character. And I, I remember like searching up and seeing something similar to that. Mm-hmm. Their name is Tasia, right. Tasia, yeah. not Tessa, and I and I fucked up her last name too. So that was my first interaction with with Tasia was calling her Tessa Tails. So I feel like an idiot because you know she she's like she's a big role model for me, like sure. being in the show and just everything she's done, all of her success and everything. So not not to I didn't really figure that out until after um Jared Jared came up to to me mm-hmm. and she walked up and he said this is like one of the biggest people we have on Shorzy. Yeah. And as soon as you said that, I knew that that was who it was. That it was that like, son of a bitch. And I was like, I just like, Oh my God, just jaw dropped. And she started laughing and he started laughing. So she, she knew who I knew. She knew I knew who she was, but right. she yeah. wouldn't play into it. So that was like my first interaction yeah. with, one of the cast members and that's a that's a pretty funny one pretty that's embarrassing amazing. one too but you, yeah you I, must I enjoy that story you must have replayed that conversation in your head all <laughs> night oh my god I guess the whole night i felt so terrible like there's no way i messed up her name i called her the wrong name 
You must have turned red, right? Yeah. You must have turned red. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, that was that was a tough one to swallow, but but it, right. it, she knew it was a mistake and everything. And I, I don't mean so. to add to your anxiety about your that first encounter with her, but I'm going to say that's probably not the first mess up you did there. The first mess up might have been if you had actually told her that it was your favorite show growing up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't tell her that. I just said I love okay, the 100. I love the show. But I can't think I didn't say it was my favorite show because then I wouldn't be a true diehard yeah. fan if I said that. So. No, I think the growing up part might have maybe ticked her off a bit. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, probably. Uh, our friend uh, Sarah from Wisconsin asks, um, uh, as one of the few uh, uh, actors who have appeared on screen in both shows, both Letterkenny and Shorzy, what are some of the differences between the two sets? And I know you're only on a couple of episodes, but can you, you know, pin down some differences? Yeah, I think, I think the biggest difference for me mm. was like with Shorzy, it's all hockey. It's that it's a team atmosphere. It's a team. Everyone there is a team, the cast, the crew, everyone involved. And I, you really feel that on mm-hmm. set, um, no matter who you are. And I think, and obviously it was filmed like in the arena mostly. Right. So it, it felt like, felt like hockey, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Whereas Letterkenny was kind of more, more like an actual, like standard film set or whatever you yeah. call it. Sure. Um, so yeah, I would say that was the biggest difference was just the, like, I guess, I guess you'd call it like the brotherhood that was formed with Shorzy and like how everyone reacted and responded mm-hmm. to each other. And obviously the set being like on the ice is, is pretty, uh, yeah, it's pretty relevant. So I think that was the biggest thing I noticed was, um, just like the attitude towards mm-hmm. the two shows. Yeah. Um, was the biggest difference for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the brotherhood and even the family environment you talk about there. I mean, we've talked to many people from both shows and they all express the same idea, but in Shorzy, especially you can see it beyond the show. Like, you know, we follow most of you guys on, on social stuff, but like all the slots and, and, and the, and the girls, they all still hang out. Like, mm-hmm. I think I saw um, what Ansonen and Kehlani Rose and Blair Lamora and Dolo all out in PEI together, yep. like yeah. last week, like they're regularly seeing each other, outside of the show mm-hmm. these are real bonds that people mm-hmm. are creating um from these sets right yeah yeah definitely yeah there's a, a lot of good relationships that are being made through it with everyone um and i'm sure it's with that like with flatter kenny as well but yeah i think it's a lot more prominent with shorzy because they're they're your teammates right they're your teammates yeah. your brothers so it's all Maybe it's also a mentality it's, it's a new show with it. it's a new yeah. show with a new cast too right i'm sure i mean the, yeah the letter kenny cast they're all now kind of vets right they all have their separate projects going on their separate careers going on but when it first started i bet you a lot of those that cast, you know, stuck together as well. Yeah. But, but yeah. Al, like, uh, you know, with Letterkenny, mm-hmm. a lot of them were actors to begin with. Right. Like, yeah. That's right. That's the, that's the key differentiator mm-hmm. here. I think there's a lot of these, ca- the castings are not professional actors. Mm-hmm. These are just regular, regular, uh, hockey guys players, and girls yeah. Who, yeah. who are, who are into hockey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's that bond before you ever start filming. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that's really cool. Well, Keegan, you said it they, like your teammates, they, I think everyone, your team first, and then you're almost actors making a show second. Yeah. I guess that, that's one of the biggest things too. I noticed was like with letter Kenny, like they're all, they've been through it before, right? They're, yeah. they're professionals. They've, they're veterans. So you get that kind of sense from it that like, like this is a job, like mm-hmm. obviously I'm having fun, but this is a job I'm working yeah. You know, I know what I'm doing. Whereas with Shorzy, like, like you just said that, like, you know, they're, they're hockey players. Right. And I remember asking Jared that, uh, one of the first times I saw him fulfilling Shorzy was, uh, like, like what was the decision for that? And he, he told me that it's a lot easier to 
get hockey players to act and get actors to play hockey. Sure. And I think mm-hmm. that was really a big thing. And it showed in the, in the season too, like all the, obviously all the, yeah. the hockey scenes and snapping the puck around and skating and everything. It looks really real. So yeah, yeah well, that was said, another big thing too. Yeah. You said you sat in um, as an extra on, on some of the shorts. Were they, were they playing hockey in those scenes as well? Cause I know the ones that we saw, they were going all out. Like it was like at some points we were almost like real cheering because <laughs> the intensity of some of the plays that they had manufactured for the show felt as real as going to a game. Yeah, yeah, there was a uh, yeah, there was most of the scenes were were hockey scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's obviously some of the bench scenes and Jared or Shores Lippin and whatever, but yeah. yeah, that was a big thing I noticed too was like a lot of the the extras or the hockey players. They might have been hockey players, but they weren't. They weren't like super, super great. Like yeah. it was a lot slower pace as far as like the filming goes with the different plays and everything. I noticed yeah. that that it was like a lot, a lot softer passes and slower skating. Whereas uh, on Letter Kenny, like it's yeah, okay, it's it's hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, our buddy Tobias from Missouri uh, wants to know what would be your dream role. I mean, you're only getting kind of started now, but if if there's one dream role, theater or TV, or maybe give us one from each. Okay. Yeah. That's a good question, actually. Um, hmm. I've always said that I really want to have a death scene in a movie. Okay. I, I don't I just think that'd be super cool. So maybe uh-huh. I think as far as like, like in front of the camera for like a movie or TV or whatever would be maybe like a war movie, be mm-hmm. a war movie and have a super cool death scene or something. <laughs> nice. Um, or <laughs> it'd, it'd be cool to be like some, a part of some sort of, um, like universe too, like like Marvel would be cool. Sure. Obviously, that's a lot of shot in the dark. But like being like Spider Man or something, that would be unreal. Yeah, and as far as uh, theater goes, I don't know. I've kind of, honestly, I've done, I've done a bunch of different um, roles with in, within theater, like different, like you know, dramatic and comedy mm-hmm. and sad and angry and stuff like that. So I don't know. I don't. I think anything with theater, I would, I would be happy to do. Musical. Everything except the music. <laughs> so you don't have I'm, the pipes. Eh? That's the one thing I'm not really into. No, no singing and dancing going on. Unfortunately, not. You got Maybe moves in, shower, in hockey. You I got. Play, I was going to say Dylan Playfair can give you some pointers for dancing. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And it's actually funny you bring that up because mm. um, when we were extras in season seven or eight or whatever, um, yeah. after we filmed, um, like oh, I guess Shorzy and Riley and Jonesy filmed their scenes. They actually came up and did a Q&A, those three, Jared and Dylan and um, Andrew. So it, it was cool to be right there and I like, get to ask some questions about oh, their cool. journey and mm-hmm. how they kind of came to where they are and how they got into acting and mm-hmm. all that. And those three all, like, they played hockey and stuff growing up, right? So I can really relate to, to kind of their stories. And now that I'm playing the same role as them, just the younger version, it's pretty yeah. cool. I think you need to mine Dylan for some of those Disney contacts and that yeah. way you can get to, but then you'll need <laughs> yeah, to, I should, you'll need I to should, do yeah, some singing some and dance or something. <laughs> Tons in, in, uh, in Disney for sure. Um, uh, Tobias also wants to know, you know, what are, what are your hobbies kind of off screen? Like, uh, what do you do when you're not uh, shooting movies or, or producing plays? Um, basically anything sports related. Like I love just throwing the ball around or, mm-hmm. you know, going out with some buddies and playing hockey or going for a round of golf or something. I like to stay active. Um, like yeah, hockey, baseball, golf. Um, I like to kind of do that whenever I can. I golf a fair bit. I work at a golf course right now. So okay. it works out that I can just go out right after work and hit, nice. hit the links. So I like doing that. Um, I also like just to hang out with friends, you know, you know, just, obviously have a couple of drinks or something on the weekends with them. 
Um, but when I'm really just relaxing and not doing anything, I really enjoy, uh, I'm a big history guy. I love history and like, and like Greek mythology and stuff like that. And I also really like, like nature and animals and stuff. So I found myself watching a lot of documentaries on, you know, conspiracy theories or, you know, history, some sort of history, Mm -hmm. like the wars or whatever it may be and animal planet, stuff like that. So I like to watch documentaries for sure too. Very cool. So so you're going to check out Oppenheimer, I, I guess. Actually, I've already seen it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I watched oh. it the other day. It's amazing. Did you, did you see Barbie as well? Ever. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> did you see Barbie as well? Settle down. <laughs> no, I didn't watch that. You weren't did part of Barbie the Oppenheimer thing? I didn't dress in pink, so I don't think I was allowed in. <laughs> oh, the blue spatula is out. Wow, it's been a while. Um, who's your team? Who's your hockey team? Who do you uh, cheer for? I like the Pittsburgh Penguins. Ah. I'm a big Crosby guy. I, okay. I idolized him growing up. I got jerseys and posters and stuff in my room okay. of him, so... Yeah, I've been a diehard Pens fan for my life. So you're following your hero, not the team. Right? But but they're done, right? Like <laughs> you agree that they're probably done. Yeah, um, their their windows closing quick. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe like <laughs> they can make a run in the next two nah. years, but if they don't, then they're yeah they're screwed. <laughs> and they're screwed once Crosby and Malkin and all those guys retire. So I don't know. We'll see. I'll probably yeah. still cheer for them, but it'll be a tough couple of years for sure. <laughs> there were you know there was a hockey movie with Van Damme. Uh, filmed in the uh, oh, in the uh, Igloo arena, the Igloo. yeah, um, yeah, face off. No, no, not, was no, it not face off, that, sudden death, sudden death, sudden death. That's, that's it, yeah, that's yeah. It, yeah. So, if you haven't checked it out, no, don't, it don't bother. List. It's a horrible, yeah, horrible I might have movie. to. Well, it's it amazing, Al. It's, take it's a, that back, yeah, right take now. that back, Al. It's a bad movie. <laughs> don't listen to him, Ken. out of line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Van Damme fan, but that one there's a little bit much. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, I mean, Keegan, you've given us uh, what. Oh, almost an hour of your time. So we really appreciate it. We'll just go around the horn and maybe get a few last questions. Tanya. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for, for spending your time with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a blast listening to your stories. Um, I guess the only question I would have is, um, you know, coming from an actor's perspective, cause there wasn't um, many actors in the Shorzy lineup. Um, did you feel that you were wanting to kind of give some feedback to people or give some um, tips on, on, on how to do certain things or were you just kind of um, popping more painkillers um, and, and trying to keep to yourself? Because um, that was his first time acting. That's so right. I kind of showed him the ropes and, and did whatever I could to help him and make sure he felt comfortable and everything. Um, but to be honest, like with the main cast, I was, I feel like I didn't really have a place to tell them what to do. Yeah. I mean, if, if anyone's going to do, it's going to be Jared. So sure. yeah. I didn't, I didn't tell anybody except for Burke, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of gave them from like, my experiences and show them like the rundown of call sheets and everything. But, and two, I wasn't, I didn't get to film with any of like the sluts or anything. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I didn't get to kind of be there and like give comments or anything. Yeah. I got yeah. to watch it because I was, I was on set, but I didn't get to actually be right there and sure. show them or tell them what, I maybe thought. Do you feel because of your, your art, like you already had a couple of times that you were, you know, watching everything like you were, you were you less nervous, even though you were like excited that you got the call, you got the, the, you got to go and, and be part of the show. Was there a little bit less nerves to it? Um, yeah, I thought so. I thought like (laughs) when I, when I booked the role and when I first got there, I was like, yeah, like I've been, I've been on probably four or five film sets now i, I kind of yeah. know know what it's all about but as soon as that camera starts rolling all those you know the confidence and stuff like kind of dribbles away and oh, like, oh shit, here we go so <laughs> uh, yeah like i uh i was definitely 
excited and like, I was definitely excited about, mm-hmm. you know, the whole whole situation and being able to be a part of this universe. But um, yeah, it was definitely still nerve wracking because this is, this is like the, the biggest part I've ever had. Right. So yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was a learning curve, but I think as, after you get the first couple scenes down, then it's all smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. Is it, is there a routine to it all now? Like with stage or uh, with film, like, do you have like a morning routine, like trying to get the jitters out? Um, nothing like set in stone. I, I kind of have a routine for theater. Um, just like right before a show, obviously, once I get to the, to the theater, then I kind of do my own thing. But with film, um, not really because we're on set so early, right? Like you wake up no time. and you go right to, right to base camp and everything. So I think once I'm on, on base camp, then I kind of into a bit of routine, you know, um, I sit there, turn the heat up. I like, like a nice and hot in my trailer and, um, just run lines, basically run lines. And then right before hair and makeup, when I get the, the, the warning that I'm going to go to hair and makeup in five minutes or whatever, that's yeah. when I put my costume on yeah. and then I go to hair and makeup. And then after that we roll. So nice. there's a little bit of a routine, but nothing like I follow, like, yeah, like through and through. Right. Nice. Victor. Um, well, so first, thanks for joining, mm-hmm. uh, joining us and giving us your time. I thought, you know, it's really, really great. Um, so comment, uh, first, uh, I think it's great that, uh, you didn't get the part in young blood cause who the hell the heck knows if that movie is even ever going to get made now with the strike. Um, so I think, I think it chose the right horse here or, or the horse chose you one or the other. Cause I see yeah. many, many, many seasons of Shorezy in, 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 in your future. I hope and, so. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So, and, and the second question is um, if you've seen the major league movies, if you haven't, you should probably go back and watch them because they're hilarious. But uh, one of the things about those major league movies is, uh, you know, uh, the, the weird traditions, I guess it builds a little bit on Tanya's question, but more specifically for sports when you're kind of playing hockey and do you have any weird uh, superstitions that you uh, kind of uh, go, go back to um, before a game or, or before a shoot? Yeah, um, with hockey, I remember this. This might have been I don't know. I might have been in Pee Wee or something, maybe fourteen, or thirteen or fourteen. Um, one of my one of my teammates' uh, mom had breast cancer, and it was breast cancer month, so uh, we all had like a, a little ring of black tape around our stick. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first game I did that, I uh, I got like a hat trick. Nice. And I thought it was definitely the tape. So uh, right, ever course. since then, I've I've <laughs> transitioned the role the the one roll of black tape to my knob. So mm-hmm. every time I tape my knob, I always have a black strip right at the bottom of my handle. So nice. Tanya, settle down. Uh, uh, he's talking about his hockey stick. So yes. uh, just to <laughs> 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 gotta get some stick taper on the st- uh, yeah, knob. Not, okay. Enough. Right. enough. <laughs> Sorry. There's it's a there Behave yourself. It's we Jersey. have, we have company. I Come know. on, <laughs> Matt, Matt, your, your yeah. question. <laughs> <laughs> so first, yeah, congrats on Jersey. I mean, looking so forward to what's to come. Um, it's been a blast today. Uh, I will say I- I'm looking forward to listening to this whole thing back again. And I know our listeners will be. You've actually shared probably two or three of my favorite stories across the interviews that we've done. Um, like the-, the whole idea of your entire class going out yeah. to Sudbury. I thought that was a wild story and <laughs> such a cool experience to give you some exposure. And-, and of course, your class and everything and that connection with your teacher, I think, is really while the tassia introduction is amazing um and and i know there's one more slip in my mind but you've been an absolute blast my friend um my question which i asked everyone and again feel free to answer this and whatever makes sense to you is 
I mean, you obviously know Letter Kenny. You now know Shorzy. I think you have a, an idea of the reach and the impact these shows are having. Um, there's a big following that's growing every day in these things. From your perspective, how has it felt to be a part of it? You know what? The, the biggest thing I can say is just I'm grateful. You know, this it's opportunity doesn't come around very often. And to be able to be a part of something so huge and so special, not only for me and for my hometown and Jared, but like the entire world and everyone around, it, it, it's it's been unreal. And uh, it's something I definitely don't take for granted. And I try to soak it in as much as I can. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it, it's truly a blessing to be able to be a part both of Kenny and Shorzy. But, um, you know, especially with this part of Leah and Shorzy, uh, to be able to be a part of this universe and to, you know, have an impact on people, whether that's makes them laugh or just enjoy the show in general. Yeah. Um, and, and a broad audience too. I think it's truly special and it's, it's totally, it's, I can't put it into words, honestly, like it's something I could never imagine. Amazing. Well, thanks man. And all the best. You, uh, Thank you. you started off saying how you, you wanted to get into acting because you saw these kids on stranger things uh, you know, being on this cult favorite show. Well, guess what? You're on a cult favorite show, whether you know it or not. Sure. And we said this to Burke last time too, even if it, it won't happen. Cause like Victor says, there's going to be many seasons of this to mm-hmm. come, but even if it stopped at season two, you're already on a show that if there's like comic cons or, or, or fan expos in the future, you, you you can be busy if you want to be. I think you can show right. up at these and you can you can be Liam from from Shorzy and sign autographs and take pictures to your heart's content. You're already there, bud. Uh, you're already part of a universe, the universe that we like to call the Letter Kenny and Shorzy universe. You're already there. So Yay. I mean, you you what I'm saying is you're peaking in your early twenties. I don't know what you're gonna do after this, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> well done. Thank you so much for all the time you've given us. Uh, tell us uh, if there's anything you'd like to shed some, any any light on, like promote or like where people can follow you on socials yeah um well the first thing i'm gonna say um i've watched some of your podcasts it's oh, great i love you. it um i'm a no bowl guy with my sticks i don't i don't like that oh <laughs> nice. i don't even think i've ever you used got another bowl. one on the no bowl it team. makes no fucking no sense, bowl. Right? <laughs> no sense. <laughs> oh blue spatula from Vic. come on what do you you have nuts on the floor and dirty house That's easy, what there. You have now. easy there easy <laughs> there See, a handful is still bull. Exactly. It is. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I got a, a fundraiser in the works that I've been thinking about for a couple months now that hopefully I can release to the, well, I guess the world. Mm-hmm. I don't know how far I'd reach, but uh, in the next month or two, I got some kind of planned and I'm hoping I can maybe somehow get the cast of Shorzy, not, 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 they'd be a part of it, but just get them connected somehow to amplify um, it. I don't yeah. really want to say too much. There's some people I have to talk to about that, but mm-hmm. there's definitely a fundraiser that um, I have in the works that I'm looking to do. Um, yeah. You well, yeah. Should, when, when that's ready, when that's ready, tag yeah. us. Please share, let we'll, us we'll, know. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll amplify it, it up on our shows yeah. and amplify it from our angle too. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Appreciate that. Yeah, I will. Um, yeah. Instagram, I guess you can see the updates of that when mm-hmm. it comes out on my Instagram, uh, keek long nine. I don't have Twitter. I got TikTok, but it's I don't really post on it. So I guess if you want to follow that and see just some clips of Shorzy, I think it's Keegan Long Nine. Um, but yeah, other than that, I guess just stay tuned for for season two of Shorzy. It's yeah, going to be wait. awesome, um, full of laughs, full of full of laughter. So uh, yeah, yeah, it, I'm excited for that, and I'm excited for everybody else to see that. 
Um, and I just want to thank you guys for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Absolute blast. Um, I had a great time. So hopefully we can do this again sometime. All right, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you back after season two airs for sure. Um, when I asked you if there's a song you'd like us to play off with, uh, you gave me this song here. It's uh, from Shorzy, Hex by Arc Patrol. Here, let's listen to it. That's all we have for this episode. Don't forget, you can use a promo code PRODUSAN for 20% off any purchase at DiabolicalCoffee.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or become a patron. You can follow us on most social media outlets at Pod. Thanks for joining us. Now we're going to go have some hot dogs and a bag of chips with our new friend Keegan. On behalf of Keegan, Tanya, Matt, Victor, and myself, thank you for listening, and have a great week.